welcome back to the one deeper podcast this week i have a conversation with one of my fellow engineers at momentum.ai gabriel caruso it was a great conversation we talk about all kinds of stuff from technology to life to where we came from it was so much fun and i hope you enjoyed thanks again for listening and yeah enjoy the conversation peace Okay. Um, Apple, you're saying Apple has been investing in what? Yeah, so the, the, you take this hardware, you take the iPad, um, uh, you take the MacBook. Those, these pieces of hardware, you can do basically anything. You can code, you can be a podcaster, yep. you can edit your videos, everything out of the box. So Apple is, is really pushing to be uh, that... Uh, uh, Apple, once I heard, I think it was from Steve Jobs himself, um, you, have, you, have, you have your ideas, you want to do something, and you have the, the, the mean, you have how you're going to do it, and you have the achievable, the product that you're going to do. Do you agree with me that you have a huge space to fit? What is Apple products? They reduce that space. Yeah. From idea to creation? Doesn't mean when he came back... He cut a bunch of the... That's the first thing he did, right? Like he Because kind of, he wanted focus. Have you read the uh, biography? It's on my to-do list. Oh, it's so good. It's, oh, I have one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. One, so tell good. me one thing that you, that you learned from, oh. from, from that book that is... that Wow. From Steve Jobs. People will pay you to hide the complexity of things. Like... Yes. People don't seem to... Like... People want things to happen, mm-hmm. right? And they want their tools to do certain things. And they want certain things around them to happen, mm-hmm. right? But they don't want to deal with the complexity of making that happen, right? And if you can shield them from that, but give them what they want, they will pay you whatever you want, Or essentially. if you have the skills to do that, people are going to give you as much money as they can for you to sow it. So we are software developers... We do things that people think is crazy, it's magic, it's difficult. At the end of the day, what we're doing, we are hiding all the complexity, we abstract that, and we say, here is a program, here's a hardware, use it. We take all the money as salary, or we take all the money as profits, or income, whatever. Yeah, Steve Jobs is not, is not wrong, definitely not wrong. Also, like, also one, <clears throat> another thing I got was that even the smallest thing is worth doing well like it's like uh, if you're if you're if your job is laying bricks right mm-hmm. if that's what you do like do it just do it re- just do it to the best you can possibly do that do that job so like I uh, people are freak like I, I remember people people are I mean I, I recall in the reading the book like he wanted even the inside of the computer to look in a certain way right like mm-hmm. it's like the customer won't know it's there, but I'll know it's there, right? So just try to make it, like, he has this. He had this insane uh, drive to towards order. Like he was a creative person, but mm-hmm. he uh, he wanted to. He had a vision for how how things should be and how things should look. Mm-hmm. I I mean people. I mean I think people have a lot of mixed feelings about Steve Jobs, but I. Oh, yeah. 
but like I I found that book enlightening and I, the way he thought and the way and and like of course people of course he's going to be insane like people expect these eccentric like once in a hundred year people to be normal like everybody else like mm-hmm. what do you mean this like you, you can't expect that from those people what is being normal yeah Steve Jobs uh, Apple always talk about that the yeah. normal the crazy ones Yeah. How do you feel about Apple as a company? Like I'm I'm curious. Because um, people have a lot of you know conflicting opinions. Yeah, it. so if you let let's talk about the company not the people. Let's talk about the company. Um I think one one thing that Apple is proving a lot is what you just said. If you focus in one thing from top to bottom, from the interns to the externals and you just focus on that your competition is going to have a hard time competing with you. Do this M chips are nuts. They're ridiculous. Right? <laughs> yeah. Apple focused so much on being the company that is going to abstract all what we talk about the, the the creative boundaries. Let's let's put it that way. Apple is doing that. The iPhone, you just buy a new one, you log in with your Apple ID and then you have yeah, everything I mean, once you're in that ecosystem like it's just it just is nice when you buy a, a MacBook you become free to do you I once heard that Apple removes all the limits mm-hmm. and you are starting to be limited by your imagination by yeah. your ideas yeah. because technology should not be on, on, on the middle of that so one of the things that I think I learned with Apple was that um, the shorter the barriers The faster you can get the things done, the better you can get your things done because you are not spending time with the process. You're spending time with the idea. So Apple focuses a lot of that. Uh, and then you have the... Uh, so that's the company. That's my vision of the company. And then you have Apple uh, as the CEO. You have Apple as this big company that has an ecosystem. You need to buy everything from Apple. You need to have everything from Apple. Um, you have uh, one of the problems that I see with Apple is well it's not a problem people are going to pay the prices as I said uh, but Apple is they are very expensive uh, we, are talk- we, we are recording this in Amsterdam so let's say that you want to buy an iPhone let's put a price of I don't know a thousand euros if you go to Brazil if you go to Sri Lanka How many thousands of euros are going to be to buy those phones? It's at least, I would say, 150% more expensive. So that's, that's, that's my problem with Apple. I think Apple, um, of course, they focus on the profits. That's why they are one of, if not the biggest company. They were the for a moment the most valuable company in the right? world. And um, probably they could trade that off in reducing the prices across all the globe. But why would they do that? To, but but, why would but they do like... That? I think that's such a complicated problem. Like, let's just talk about that for a second, right? Like, when you have a company like Apple and you're trying to service the entire planet, basically, mm-hmm. right? It would be so nice if every country in the world operated like the Netherlands or the US okay. and they had, the, they had like simple transparent rules about who can come in, do business, who can't do business. Mm-hmm. Like, in Sri Lanka, there you can't have an Apple store, right? Because if you want to, for a foreign company to start a company in Sri Lanka, it has to be 49% owned by National Sri Lanka National. Or like it has, to, it has to be a franchise or something like that. Wow. Yeah. It's a mess, right? So that adds a huge layer of cost. Okay. Obviously, right? So Apple has authorized resellers. 
Yes. Right? Sure. So those guys are responsible. Like, they're like discount Apple stores, right? But, but you don't get the same service, but they're responsible for, for like, they will take care of, they, they'll take care of your Apple warranties, they'll take care of your Apple Care Plus, all that, mm-hmm. it's good. But unlike an Apple store where I can go like, hey, my shit's broken and they'll give it to you. Like if I, so I have Apple Care Plus on my MacBook, right? Mm-hmm. If I drop that tomorrow, I just walk in there and like, oops, and like, okay. Yeah, I just pay the hundred bucks, give me a brand new computer, right? Like easy peasy. Like you don't get that service, obviously, right? But, it, but it'll take like three weeks. So it's not bad. No, that's fine. But uh, the, in the, the interim, the interim, uh, the 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 middleman adds a adds a adds a cost to stuff and also like exchange rates and Sri Lanka think about this right Sri Lanka has a problem I, I used to work for a, a logistics company okay they have to account for someone must tell me I can't remember company but like they have to account for about ten percent of their goods being lost at the port at being stolen at the port okay so you were talking what I was going to talk finish yeah like so that's ridiculous how the hell like Good luck importing a container full of container full of iPhones. Good luck. Good luck. Because so everyone is basically bringing them on their person. Yes. So they have to so so to bring them they have to literally travel to like Singapore, buy a bunch of as many iPhones as they can fit in the suitcase and then come back. So so then they add the, they add the flight cost to the phone, all these little all these all these things. So right. So like there are systematic issues that makes them so expensive. But if you go to Dubai, it's like a hundred euros cheaper. Everything for an, for Apple stuff. Just because it's in Dubai. Yeah. If and you come to the Netherlands, the same thing. Yeah, like it's. But here also you get a VAT, you get a VAT, you get you get a twenty five percent VAT thing VAT. Oh yeah, the VAT. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So like it's that's that's. So that's y- you t- you talk okay. So uh, my country Brazil is not the only one with the problem. Oh, dude. So you do course. you know Asus the company? Yeah, yeah. So I think the guy is the head of marketing. If I'm not wrong, he's huge and he's Brazilian. And he gives a lot of interviews. Top question, why phones are so expensive in Brazil? And he was like, I'm going to answer that question, but I'm going to first ask you, why do you think phones are expensive in Brazil? Majority of people answer taxes. Majority of people answer, oh, you need to bring the phones from the outside. Yeah, no, bullshit. Bullshit. <laughs> he, he answered with all the words, the problem and the prices is because of logistics and security. From the moment that it leaves China to the moment it gets to the stores in Brazil, the the operation, the logistics, and the amount of security that is involved is just expensive. Mm-hmm. So if you sell an Asus computer for a thousand bucks in the US, counting for all the process, all the taxes, all the profits that your computer is going to have, probably if you go to Brazil, you're going to need to charge five times more. Yeah, because it's just more. It's just more expensive to send it to those places. Not because they're a part of like, like not because they're further away from anything. No. It's just more expensive to keep your goods secure to get them to the you know your customer. Like that's such a fundamental problem. Like uh, people are like, oh my, like, you know. Um, I have I know I know I have friends who are like. Um, they're I mean fairly idealistic, and they're like then they'll say. You know, man, so like maybe we'll go off for dinner, right? Mm-hmm. And like we pay like, I don't know, 50, 60 euros, once we, a few people, right? right. And, uh, and then they'll be like, I can't believe we're spending so much money on like, I don't know, this food when there are people starving in Africa, okay? All right, so, oh, okay. so, so I'm like, so I get the sentiment, mm-hmm. I get it, right? 
Like when they say things like, "Oh, we have to throw away so much food at the grocery store at the end of the week because no one buys it," like people are starving in Sri Lanka, whatever. I'm like, I get it, mm-hmm. but you have to take that question. I I I appreciate the concern, but you have to take that question another level deep. I mean, like, why are people starving in Sri Lanka? Is it is it because you're eating this burger? No, you're that's not why they're starving. They're starving because of a bunch of different reasons. You you use the term systematic problems. Yes. I learned that term two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I attend a, a conference from Google, uh, Google Sustain, Google Summit, uh, Google Cloud Summit for Sustainability. And one of the problems that Google is tackling is the problem that everyone is tackling that is uh, um, uh, climate change. Uh, guy, uh, uh, guy, calendar in the '80s, in the '90s, uh, he figured it out that there's a correlation between the amount of heat trapped on Earth with CO2 uh, increase on the atmosphere, so that's how everyone knows that. But then Google, Google imposed that question. For systematic problems, you need systematic solutions. If, you're, if your planet is just getting hot and hotter, do you think you buying something vegan, or you buying an electric car, or you turning off your lights, do you think that's gonna solve the problems? It's gonna help, as you said. If I don't throw food, of course I'm helping, but I'm not solving the problem. For systematic problems, you need systematic solutions. You need like like you need you need to have a longer time horizon in your solutions for those kind of problems, right? People used to people used to build cathedrals that would take three hundred years to build. Mm-hmm. Entire generations will work on this on this one building, mm-hmm. right? And and Europe is still benefiting from those. Millions of people visit these things to see every year, in just in awe of like, man, that's crazy. And the people who built it, when they were building it, they knew they would never see it completed, right? But they were able to think two, three hundred years. Like, part of that, I guess, is because is because the technology. They were like, mm-hmm. we just don't have the tools to make this fast. We know it's not take this long. Whatever. They don't. They don't need to be faster. Exactly. Exactly. But weirdly. Our tools got way better, but our time horizons got smaller and smaller. Like imagine if the, with the tools we have now, we could we were still implementing three hundred year projects. Like this is gonna take three hundred years to finish, but that won't work because you have four years election cycles, quarterly quarterly business cycles. So many things happening. Yes. So like, there's, I mean, of course, those are all great things. Like, nothing is good and bad, right? It's all pros and cons. That's one thing. Also, that's also one thing I learned. Like. In the past three weeks, mm-hmm. right? Or like just working here, or like talking to people, or like nothing is good or bad purely. They're just pros and cons. Like what, what, like what, what do you want? What cost do you want to pay now? To for what benefit do you want to get? That's a very nice mindset because uh, if you take, for example, let's say that you have a problem, and then you have a list of let's call five solutions. Is solution A or B worse or better than one another? No, they have more problems or more crumbs and then when you you pick what you have to pay you average yeah. you see okay i can take i can take this pro- this problem or i want this solution and then you implement it and yeah. and also another thing is like i've learned is it's way more important to have the right question than to know if you have the right answer like because if you're if you're if you if you're if you're not addressing a problem at a deep enough level 
you're just spinning your wheels in the mud, right? You're mm-hmm. just you're you're always just putting out fires without actually making any progress. Mm-hmm. So how do you how do you figure that out? That is um is like is difficult, right? Like how, like how do you go from having to like okay, there's this uh, quote from the uh, Wizard of Oz. I think the Wizard of Oz. No, Alice in Wonderland. Okay, right. It's the Red Queen, mm-hmm. and she says something. She says, "Here." Mm-hmm. to stay in the same place you have to run as fast as you can right so like there's one problem you have to to stay competitive and to, to to produce stuff to be useful you have to go as hard as you can and then you have to take another step and be like how do we solve even bigger problems i like somehow like some companies have have like a skunk skunk works like mm-hmm. just like a just a set of people whose only job is to like think about the most absurd things you could try to see if you can push that a bit further the limit yes yeah. and people but we but you know the default state of things is not working like the world like the default setting of the world is to not work the fact that any of this shit works at all is a fucking miracle like wow it's like you you're from brazil right yes. like how much of this shit doesn't work like generally like just pick pick one thing i'm from sri lanka i can give you like 10 things out of my head so in brazil there's as i said there there are countless problems um um but one one of the problems that i see in brazil is there is this brazilian way of doing things i feel like it's very similar to sri lankan way of doing things <laughs> all the countries they have that and one of the things that i learned living in the netherlands that's awful that's terrible let's take for example your agenda you have your day you have 24 hours you're going to organize your day at the morning i'm going to work at the afternoon i'm going to go for dinner and during night i'm going to go home and then you organize your day and then you have eight meetings and then you're going to have your party or dinner and then you're going to go home if something happen with those meetings you need to start to reschedule your day if you want to meet the original schedule. Do you know what they do in Brazil? What? Ah, no. You know what? I can do another day. You know what? Five, I'm five minutes late. That's fine. Pretty much expect that expect that answer. So, it's 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 a problem. It's a big problem. How do we even start to How do you even start? Like it's, it, you ask about questions. How do you make the questions to get to, to I'll give you a even starting to solve this problem. I'll give you a corollary, <clears throat> corollary example from Sri Lanka, right? Um I worked for one of the biggest companies in the country, mm-hmm. right? And the guy who major majority shareholder of the company is the richest guy in the country, right? And anyway, but so I was I was an executive, right? and we were responsible for making the decisions of who to buy from what to buy what to build what to what we're going to do next etc so i was marketing and business development exactly right and i had a engineering background so like and i had a science background so like i i like to see evidence for shit <laughs> right <laughs> right okay but anyway that's we were what we're dreaming for days yeah. so because like so like um um one day uh, this is a tangent but like the this company has this annual retreat okay every year all the executives get on a book, book a resort in sri lanka like they is off off site yeah, yeah, yeah right okay. go with the family whatever right have a good time mm-hmm. and uh i was like cool that sounds fun 
And then they were like, yeah, you gotta so you, and you gotta talk to your, talk to our supply talk to our suppliers people buy from, mm-hmm. and ask them for a donation to this trip. And I was mm-hmm. like, see, and I was like, and I I, I was like I, I heard that and I was like, am I am I understanding that right? I'm like <laughs> I was like I was like that. That's wrong. That's wrong. That's like, wrong. and then I was like, and 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 these are all people who've been working there for ten years, fifteen years. They're like, what do you mean it's wrong? I was like, you, you, and we are in this room are responsible for deciding who who gets our money. Mm-hmm. We can't at the same time ask those people to donate money for something that we want to do like that's ridiculous that's a that's a complete abuse of power right you can't do that but you had the the um, I, i don't want to use the word courage but you had the the um, you were rational enough yeah i was not courageous that was just like it's common sense i'm like wait a minute what the fuck it's common sense that makes no sense like it's common sense there we go Like my thinking was like if I was the other person I'd be pissed as shit like what like why should my livelihood depend on whether I give, whether you want to go on this goddamn trip or not right mm-hmm. and they looked at me like I was from the moon like what is wrong with you because you're thinking differently right and then uh I was just like this is crazy and then I said I'm, I'm not going like you go. like you guys can you do what you want for your values yeah I was like I, I'm not going right and obviously after that everyone in the office was just like what the fuck is wrong with this guy and i was like i'm not going and i like i i didn't i didn't i didn't make up a lie and said i can't oh i have something to do this weekend i was like i'm not going here's the reason and i think it's fucked up right and it's fine like but but and then another and another and another thing if something like that were to happen here right and i had a personal reason i said i don't want to do this because i don't i don't mm-hmm. agree with this mm-hmm. no one would hold that shit against me they would just be like Cool. Yes. You have a good weekend. We'll have a good weekend. Good. We'll see you we'll come back on Monday. We'll get back to work, right? Yes. But this is like a personal insult because part of them knows in their mind that this is wrong. Yes. Right. And that's that's the point. Um. 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 We were talking about Steve Jobs. One of the I think was with Steve Jobs. They learned this. There is no problem you thinking differently from everyone, because one, everyone thinks different from everyone, but two. The crazy ones. Mm-hmm. Steve Jobs talked that there's the whole speech that the crazy ones. But the crazy ones, the ones that think differently, those are the ones that usually are thinking beyond what we call the common sense. Or we are the ones thinking about common sense where everyone else is not thinking about common sense. Yeah, it's like... You have these two ways that you constantly need to be shifting. Either you are the common sense of the place or you are the one that is extrapolating, not the limits, but you're extrapolating what you can think about. Uh, you were talking about uh, doing um, uh, uh, bad things. Um, uh, I was once watching an interview from Eric Schmidt. Uh, he used to be the CEO of Google Alphabet. And Google has values. And one of the values is we don't do evil things. Oh yeah, they removed that from the, the yeah. But they used to have, I think they still have that. I think, I think, I think, I think putting that in there in the first place, like, come on. Was, was, was creepy, but was, they were explicitly saying, we think about that. I don't have a problem with it being creepy. I have a problem with it, it being ill-defined. Okay. Like, that's way too fucking vague. Okay. Like, I don't like shit like that. Like, if you're going to put something in a document, you better make it, you better, you better have a, Don't be evil. What by whose definition? Your definition by like. Okay, yeah, definition? Your point. Okay. Like, what does that mean? What? Well, yeah, 
Be more specific, right? What do you mean don't be evil? Don't people use people's data? Don't steal people's money? Don't kill people? Like the, the, the interpretation is very, very wide. Right? So what the fuck are you talking about? I'm not happy with that. But like, I understand your point. So go on, sorry. I no, no, no. Is, is, is that like, um, you need to have that ground, that common ground. You need to say, hey, this is what we're going to do or this is what we're not going to do. You need to stand for your values because when life challenges your ideas, I, I'm going to give you an example. Um, 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 uh, we had the, unfortunately, we had the pandemic in 2020. And one of the things that happened after the pandemic was the stock market just grew like, I don't know, 100%. And I was new to the stock market. I was like, oh, okay, this is, what is this all about? Everyone's talking about the stock market. Let me, let me, let me, let me join it. And along the way, one of the things that I learned with Warren Buffett is you need to, you need to have your ideas, you need to have the data for your ideas, and you need to, um, um, uh, what's, what's the expression in English? You need to, it, once it's your idea, you're gonna, you're gonna um, I'm, I'm liking the, the English, but what I'm trying to say is you're gonna defend that. Mm-hmm. You're gonna, yeah. Stand up for what your idea is. There we go. Sorry. I was forgetting yeah. about the experts. You're, you're going to stand up for your idea. So once you stand up for your idea, the world in life is going to throw you two yeah. things. Things that are going to make you conform your idea and things that are going to make you doubt your idea. Do you know what the problem is? You're always going to second guess yourself. If the stock market rises after you buy a stock, you have the bias confirmation that your idea is right. Mm-hmm. But if the opposite happens, you have a biased idea that your idea is wrong. That's you don't have enough data to make that call. But that's, the point is, you need to have those, those values. You need to have your standards. You need to have your idea. And once you have your idea, stand by. Steve Jobs, let, let's go back to it. Steve Jobs had a crazy idea. He wanted to make computers, personal computers, for everyone. And... and, and what the fuck? Like, this is, this is, we were talking when he started Apple, 1980, 97, 99, something along those. Yes. Yeah, I can't remember. I can't Internet remember. was just beginning. Bill Gates was just kicking some Microsoft. Google was still a startup. How did people receive Steve Jobs? He's like, he's nuts. He's crazy. But he stand for his ideas. When I go back to Brazil, today I have more values than I used to have. So, for example, if I go to a supermarket, and I see something, um, um, I don't know, let's say I see an opportunity to smuggle something. Back in the days, I would do that because I was in Brazil. I, was, I, I didn't have this spectrum. But when you move to other countries, when you move to other cultures, when you grow your ideas, when you read new books, when you meet new people, you redefine. One, one, another thing, we we're talking about ideas, we we're talking about opinions. I think you should not be afraid of changing your mind. For sure. You need to set. You need to um, uh, stand by your by your values and by your ideas for sure. But if you receive new data, what is the problem of changing your mind? Okay, okay. Let's, this, is, this is a good point. Okay, let's talk about data, right? And let's talk about this very this this point exactly, right? When to change your mind? So we hear a lot about having an open mind. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Have an open mind. Have an open mind. Have an open mind. You were fucking telling me to have an open mind, right? Mm-hmm. But I think of ideas like they're like uh, they're like I mean they're packages of information right like you are, if you unzip that thing it could be any, there could be anything in there mm-hmm. right so how do you how, you have you can't 
it, as far as I can tell, you can't be completely open-minded, mm-hmm. right? First of all, let's just say you have your, you have your, you, you, like, first of all, reality comes at you through a bunch of filters, right? Mm-hmm. You were born in a certain time. You were born in a certain body. Like, your biology, your, like, the fact that you're, you metabolize glucose, like, all those things, there's so many layers, be, like, mm-hmm. the, like, until you get to the point where there's, you see reality, right? As it reality actually is, okay? okay? Once you, once you, once you are, so once you are perceiving something, right, and you're being told, and you're and you're seeing, uh, oh, this is actually very interesting because, like, on Wednesday, I had I recorded a podcast with one of my neuroscience professors, right, okay. and we we're talking about, um, we we're talking about this, uh, like, uh, oh man, like, all kinds of stuff, but this idea of what you see and what you value, okay, and like, uh-huh. basically, dop- dop- dopamine. And how it works in your brain, mm-hmm. okay. Um, like you said, we have values. You have ideas. You stand up for those things, right? And you, but the, the, at what point do you decide you have enough evidence to change your that you, you're wrong? You need to change because you can't be too far on that spectrum because you change your mind every day, every every ten seconds. So you mentioned a word that is very. What is being wrong about an idea? Okay, good, good, good. Let's be, let's, be, let's be specific about wrong, right? I think of wrong, okay, I think of the human brain, well, not just me, this is not my, these are not my own ideas, first of all, right? These are like smarter people than I have figured these, have had these ideas. But you were smart enough to go after <laughs> Okay, so it's like the, the conception is that the brain is a prediction machine, right? It tries to, it does, it spends a lot of, it spends most of its time making predictions. Right, and the better it gets the prediction stuff, it likes that. It likes to make so dopamine gets released when you make a prediction error, like positive or negative. Mm-hmm. Your brain makes a prediction. The reward you get is higher or lower than what you got, and depending on that, your brain modulates to how you feel, how 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 you should learn what just happened. All right, okay. right, okay. So let's say you're doing like a like a like a moving average, okay, mm-hmm. of things, right? So. The question is, how much do you wait? Like, let's say you're you're waiting new observations versus previous observations, right? How much weight do you give to a new observation versus a previous observation in the goal of making your predictions better? So, if if your goal is making better, better predictions about the world, right? From science to, like, just, like, the weather, or tomorrow's going to be cold, or, like, Whatever, right? Mm-hmm. How much weight do you give to this newest observation as opposed to the collected length of observation you've had over the past how many years? Okay, interesting. Interesting. Very Okay. Like, uh, is that precise enough? It's very interesting. It's, it's going to take a time to answer, but, but let's, let's try. So uh, one thing that I want to say is something that I learned with Charles Darwin, uh, yes. his famous Charles. Uh, uh, his book on the origin of species, one of the things that he uh, lays out is information collection. Humans, we have this, I don't know, we are driven by data. Oh, we want information. We are always seeking. We are just nuts. Yeah. The more information that we have, the better. Charles thinks a bit different from all of us. That's what makes him the guy. 
he thinks you should go for the information, for the source, for this, for that, maybe some exception, and that's it. You're not gonna spend time collecting new evidence. You're gonna spend time with your brain, thinking, thinking, thinking. Answer your question, how do I change my mind and how do I wait new information? If the information that I'm collecting, after I collect the information, together with the information that I previously had, if I start to think and my thoughts either agree very much with the new idea or disagree very much with the idea, that's where I change. Because you can change your mind to start to agree with something or you can change your mind to start to disagree with something. I can give you two examples. Uh, when I first heard about feminism, I was against it. But then I started to collect the principal information. I started to read the right books. I started to talk with the right people. At some point, I changed my mind. I was like, feminism is something super important. And that was something that I, I used to agree with, which was porn and nudes. Very complicated topic. But once you start to collect the right information, you see that that's so toxic for your life that I start to change my idea. So how, answer your question, how do I wait and how do I change? Is I collect and I think as much as I can. Because the more you think about one data, one piece of, the better you get at understanding that. And you can collect 10,000, let's call item of data. Let's say that you collect 10,000 items and you have a, your idea or you collect one and you think so much about the one item that you change your mind. That's my approach. The more you think about it and the more your thoughts start to follow that new idea, that's when I tend to think, okay, maybe I should change my idea. That's how I, at least I go. Nice. How do you go? Okay. How do you do? I, I've, I've tried to, tried to implement, so I realized like five, six, maybe five years ago, four or five years ago, that there's too much information coming at me. Unfortunately. Right? Yes. So I'm like, okay, I need to figure this out. Because I need to make... You need to filter this out. Yeah, exactly. I need to filter <laughs> this out. Right? I, need to like, I need to come up with a way to like make... To, to filter, filter the signal from the noise. Right? So I'm like, so how do I do this? Right? So I decided I don't... I'm not going to use social media. Or also, so Twitter, Facebook. Like, there's value for those things. But for me, I was like, okay, I don't need to use this. I can play a game theoretic approach to this because I can get the benefit of social media without using it mm -hmm. because I know people around me are going to use it yes, right mm -hmm. so if I build a, a network that I can actually control mm -hmm. that I'm actually involved in the, if the information is important it'll get filtered through these people and it'll get to me eventually right so like I use the, my network to filter the information that I receive, right? Mm -hmm. So, if I feel like I'm, that's part of the that's part of the motivation for this podcast. Mm -hmm. It's like, it uh, it adds uh, because you know, like as you learn more about yourself, you know what you like, and you gravitate towards certain things, mm -hmm. and you tend to get stuck in certain places. Mm -hmm. So to break that vortex, you in, in, you insert some new nodes like every once in a while. The node doesn't stay for long. It might it might just be killed off, taken out of the network soon, mm -hmm. or it might be grow a more permanent position in the network, right? But so like just conversations with random people, mm -hmm. and you know just other random stuff. But 
that's one layer right of so so i have like i have a group of people that who who i used to filter this information 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 to me through all right okay and so that's one and there's the, the second one is I, i sort of have like a like a um council of elders right like in my head napoleon hill right so like napoleon i have so it consists of like my mom uh my dad although well i think my mom is way more reason- rational than my mom than my dad is like he's he's a very he's emotional a woman, guy. It's fine. He's, a, he's an emotional guy man and, and like and, and it's amazing we can talk about those two like the ba- the balance they've struck is phenomenal but like my mom my dad i guess it's hard to separate those two out cuz they've been married for 37 years so like my mom and dad one thing and i would, and um uh seneca uh stoic philosopher and of yours but like, no 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 but yeah stoic philosopher um i uh, not not like him and like they, oh man like him jordan peterson okay um elon musk nice right okay. so just like five maybe the six five of those people six Here of those people counsel. they're like like nice. one so so you know one of the things i think a lot about it is like first thinking about thinking from first principles right like like must talks about it a lot right and when i when i was talking about a problem like i think okay okay forget everything i know about this forget everything i think i know about this that right? i think i know about yeah, there you go exactly forget Before everything i think i think i think i know about this like what like forget it forget everything i think i know mm-hmm. just start go back and see what smallest thing you can do to make it happen right and that's that oftentimes helps me a lot so like so when i when i get new information i think okay what would these people do right like what would they do in the situation and um often like oftentimes they also give me like guidance into like okay here you should probably do this thing like my mom's voice is actually really cuz i cuz i admire her a lot you want to talk mm-hmm. about feminism like let's talk about the shit and the grime and the fucking horrific shit that my mom grandma and my mom had to go through so that I could be sitting here in right now in countries yeah right? they have stories like my ma- my grandma was alive when they were hang- communists were hanging hanging people from fucking power lines right wow. and like my grandma like she watched the shit and take my mom to school through all that shit like my my mom's dad died when she was really young and my mom grandma raised seven kids by herself never got remarried never did anything right by herself like my uncle's an engineer my mom has her own business uh like all my like my cousins they're all engineers like they're like one of them is in england like mm-hmm. she took care of all of them, right and me like she would come to my house when i was born she'd come to my house i mean and every day like she would like go to work come to my house take care of me but mm-hmm. my mom was my, and dad were busy with business wow. and then go back to her place and do the same thing for all my other cousins right and she's unfortunately like 90 she's like on a deathbed right now she's like 97 so she's like immobile uh she but so she's going to be gone soon but uh so th- they are big influence so i don't make decisions in a in a in a vacuum like i always put them put it to the test if i can talk to them personally i ask them about it mm-hmm. but if i can't i just uh imagine imagine the spirit of the person like you know people are flawed man like people have problems like my, your heroes are just humans too right they have yes. flaws but yes. but 
If mm-hmm. but in, if if you believe in their spirit into in and even if they make mistakes, the spirit of what they're trying to accomplish, and then you filter the question like, is this in the spirit of what they would want you to be doing? And I'm like, yes. So when my grandfather passed away, I, I, like, he passed away and. My my parents woke me up at three four in the morning to say uh, wow. he passed away. Like I was at home, and uh, usually I get up at five. I meditate and I go to the gym, right? And I was like, I was sitting there. I I, I it caught me so off guard. Like he threw up. Like I threw up and I was sitting there, and then I was like, I don't want to do anything right now, right? I don't want to do anything. I just in the middle of my semester. I was like, I just I can't. Like I don't want to do anything right now, mm-hmm. but. In that moment, like, the, I knew nothing would make my grandfather more upset than some bullshit that happened to him yeah. is getting in the way of my life. Because he absolutely hated that. Like, that was the worst. Like, he would get so mad when I would, like, get stopped in the middle of something and come to make sure he, if he's had lunch or if he's had food. And be like, what the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> Like go and get back to doing what school work. I can take, or, care, of I can take care of myself, nice, right? Nice. Like, what's wrong with you? And every time I do something, every time something good happened to me, he was the proudest person, right? So the but he was a deeply flawed man. Like our heroes, like Musk or whoever it is that you admire, they're deeply flawed people. They have, they have histories, right? But the spirit of what they want to accomplish is so. I use it to filter my decision making. And for books, I have like, if I hear a new book. Like if a book has been around and been talked about for what, 10 years, there's a good chance that's a pretty good book. It needs to be a long period. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that. that's the problem. Like, like, so like, but the good thing is there are books that have been around for thousands of years. So like really old books, they're around for a reason, right? Yes. You probably, you probably fucking read them. Yes. Right? So like when I was young, that shit was lost on me. Like why the fuck am I reading Romeo and Juliet? Who gives a fuck about this? Like now I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Wait a second. There's a reason people give a fuck yes. about this because it's, more real than real like it as di- some people like that they, they distill reality and they show it to you in a way that is constantly refreshing and new like yes when I, I had the same, the same experience when I, when, I, when, I, when I finally read Lord of the Rings right I read all I read all three of them mm-hmm. and uh, when I finished I got it I get the following I get the I get but it but you need to read you have to read it first. Sorry, that was a long winded. No, no. Oh, that, uh, that two things that I like to comment is uh, I heard a lot of Napoleon Hill. Thinking. I don't know what that is. Okay, so Napoleon Hill, um, I think he was a psychologist. I might be wrong, uh, but he was from the nineties, uh, from the eighties. I don't remember. And he wrote a book called Think and Grow Rich. Okay. Uh, really recommend you to read. And one of the chapters is exactly what is what he just referred to me. You can do everything in life. You can do your habits, you can do your money, you can do everything. But at the end of the day, you think. If you don't think with a group, you're constantly be, be shocking your ideas and you're constantly be, be conf- you're conflicting with yourself. When you have your board or when you have your... What, what, which word did you uh, use? Council of elders. Council, there you go. Council. <laughs> the when you have your council... As you described, you go to them and you say, hey, I have this problem. 
you're in your house, you're gonna be, I don't know, sitting on the balcony smoking marijuana, you're gonna say, I have this problem. What Warren Buffett would do, what Elon Musk would do, what Steve Jobs would do, how would they think about this problem? What it described to me is that you're in the right track because you need to have that. You need to have, you need to have people thinking with you. That's one of the things that I talk in our team a lot. Um, um, uh, you joined, I think, was June a month ago? Yeah, June, June twenty something. Could you yeah. could you testify about that having? A group of people thinking about oh, a problem sure. instead of one. Yeah, I mean, like, if, dude, are you, are you, like, if I had to do any of this, but I can't imagine doing it. How would you do this by yourself? Oh, this is actually a really interesting point. One of my friends, right, owns probably the, the biggest private company in Sri Lanka. Okay. And they manufacture for, like, all kinds of companies, all kinds of, like, 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 like Victoria's Secret, Nike, all kinds of shit, right? Wow. Okay. This guy, so we actually had, a, I had, we, he actually, we had, we talked about, he was like, because his family owned, it's been family owned for generations, mm-hmm. right? So he has, he's biased a little bit, obviously, right? And he was like, he was of the opinion that uh, this could only last this long if it was run by a small group of people. Right, without not by an individual, not by an individual, so right? Yes. But at the same time, he was also convinced, like, like but his, he was he, simultaneously he was uh, acknowledging the fact that you need more people that were that knew to do this business, do this thing, but he was also convinced that like, it's just this group of people, yes. just my family, and I was like, and then I told him, I was like, okay, let's do the let's do the numbers on this, right? How many... Okay, let's just take an iPhone. Let's just take the glass on the iPhone, which is how many layers of stuff, stuff going on in it, right? How many generations of your family would have to be born for you to create enough engineers to build that glass? Right? Okay. It's basically impossible. Not, not only is it impossible, like, even if you... First of all, they all have to be interested in doing this. Yes. Right? They all have to care about this. They all have to have the skills. They all have to have the motivation. Right? That is so fragile. Right? It just doesn't work. But somehow, we have created, human beings have created this way of being together so that all these random people, all these people who you, you have never met, who you will never meet, mm-hmm. like just the number of hands that has to touch, that have touched everything that's happening in this moment right now. For the lights to be on, for this recording to be working, for this wine to be on this table, for the glass to get there, for this thing to be in the fridge. Mm -hmm. The number of hands that go into making all that happen daily, every single moment is unbelievable. Like from, like if you go all the way back to the people who mine the material, to the marketing people, to everybody, right? Mm -hmm. Like, so many hands have touched for this to make this happen. And each person, ideally, is exploring this world in the way they feel best. And some parts of the world, you are more free to, free to do that than, than, than others. Which, is, which, is, which I think is the real fucking catastrophe. Right? I think more, if more people were able to live in a situation where they're able to be like, you know what, fuck this, I'd rather work on something else. Mm-hmm. And be... Well, it, just the environment doesn't help. You have to have the 
stuff also. But uh, so many hands touch these things, right? So many hands have to coordinate and work together for us to make it happen. And I, when I told him that, he was just like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. I was like, yeah, because like you can't, like there's, as an individual, you can only talk about ideas in your head for so long before you lose your mind. You have to be able to talk before about you it. fatigue. Yes, yes. It's such a fine balance, right? It's like how do you not lose yourself, but well, at the same time you push yourself. Yes, like you have to yes. leverage. You have to balance the this this little fine dance between being who you are, standing up your ideas, and at the same time being not being not blind to your own faults and fallacies so you when someone tells you hey that's a fucking stupid thing you're doing you, you, you have the sense to be like alright does that make sense like is that and so how do you okay so again that's the counter the question how do you decide when to change your mind like I just told you how like the the loops that I jumped through yeah, right exactly. so it's like so you know I I, I had this, like this girl I was, I was I used to date right she would get really mad at me because she would say, try something, try something, right? And I would be like, no, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it, right? Mm-hmm. And then like someone who I really admire or respect or like someone in my like immediate circles, like says, some, says the same thing. And I'm like, okay, maybe it's worth considering. But like she doesn't understand. She, she was, her reaction was like, what? My words are not good enough? No, I was like, it's not about the, yeah. I was like, you said it. Then another person said it. Then I was like, okay, there is a pattern here. This is probably worth trying. It's not about right. who said. It's about the amount of... Yes. Exactly. It's about, it's about the information. It's like, okay, how, how reliable is information? And if something happens more than... Like, if two distinct people from two separate parts... Of, like, and I, I like that about my network. It's like, their people are very distinct. They're not overlapping. And they all do very different things. And, and when they converge, overlap, when they converge, you're like, ah, there's something. There's something. Yes. Like, yes. like, 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 like Tim Ferriss. Um, like these, these guys, I, I, I do a lot of podcasts, right? And when completely disparate, disparate, like completely unsynced, unrelated people converge on a book, I'm like, so something. There. We do, you also do that. I this is how I pick it up my books. So uh, I have one um, uh, example uh, was I think the Checklist Manifesto. Mm, good book good book I had one software developer telling me hey go read that book it's nice I was like okay let me put it on my backlog and then I had a doctor talking about that book I was like oh wow two people and then I had an investor all the three they don't know each other but they talk about the same thing yes. network of people convergence like when something when you, 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 the thing is you have to be sensitive to those, to those convergences you have, to, you have to notice them like oh do you need to weird. be sensible or do you need to be no I mean open I say sensitive like ah okay okay like you, you, yeah. you can't walk around you have, to, you have to be you have to have your eyes open like oh there's a thread here okay but the question is still valid is it being sens- sensitive to that or is being open minded I don't know man because given that I, I can say that you are and say that I am we by being we have one bias we think that one everyone is and two we think that everything happens that's not true we constantly when you decide to read a book you made a decision you made a fact like I'm, i want to read that book but all the things that happened in order to get to that yeah so i one thing i learned was one thing i like uh, so I've been, I've, been med- I've been meditating for many years now, mm-hmm. regularly. 
and one of the things that one of the builds is one of the things I, that I learned from it is like I am I don't have to ident- identify with my thoughts like every thought that occurs to me is not necessarily me I have this ability to like step back and like watch the thoughts come and go and like oh that's interesting that's weird that's new that's fucking terrifying like what's that about like all these things but I don't have to identify with those things those are not they are not me right there's something else, there's something I mean you can go then who's watching who's what like it's like I feel like I'm watching my thoughts then who's watching the guy who's watching thoughts he can go back and back I know I understand the loop there but like it's given us the ability to like not to, I have a nice sandbox in my head I can I have the ability to play with ideas in my head and not not be not be t- over, taken over by them influenced by them right like I can mull an idea I can take an idea and I can say oh well, what if this was true then what would, what would that entail or if this was false and like that ability to like build a sandbox in your head and just play around with it and then extract things that seem to make sense is a is I think a really useful skill like uh, my main concern is like I think we need to address how difficult it is to get good information now nowadays woo. there's a lot of information but how the how do you know what's good and what's bad every institution that we thought we care about or we respected or people we like like my reaction to covid was like where the fuck are the adults like what happened like uh, like what happened where are you people like where are the adults who are supposed to handle the situation properly um i once heard something i think it i think it's going to fit to 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 this conversation is all the answers are out there all the books are all there why don't we have why don't you have all the knowledge why don't we know all the things is because you need to be questioning it's because you need to be focusing and you because you need to be looking for that if you're not looking for the information is going to be there and you're not going to get it <laughs> what happened uh, I'm, I'm no one to talk why covid happened but why covid got intensified and why a lot of the pandemics if you go back to history is a pattern what happens in the first months or in the first year of a pandemic denial oh no oh don't worry hey i'm not sharing information like and then what happened then you have the peak of the pandemic all people die and then they reflect mm, if in the beginning and that happens over when i saw when the, when this happened my my i asked some of my friends like imagine if you're an alien right now and you're looking at earth from space mm-hmm. and you see this pandemic going on you would look at the different all the different countries and your first reaction would be oh these poor idiots they have no way of communicating that would be your reaction because the range in responses to this pandemic was so vast it was like we were effectively not communicating with each other it's like because people were motivated by all their bullshit and not really like what works what doesn't work right it's like if sri lanka were looked at like i don't know fucking singapore or like i don't know sweden netherlands and be like okay well let's just do that like let's copy that. <laughs> yeah like yeah. what's wrong with that right like i'm all for finding your own way but how many 
times you have to try to reinvent the wheel before you figure out okay well maybe we, maybe maybe maybe, yes. maybe the wheel has been invented the way it should be and or we just don't have the skills to do it let's just we have to do something right and but in Sri Lanka I don't know about Brazilian so like they have maybe it's because the small it's an island mentality but they're like fuck all that shit we're going to figure all this shit out for ourselves how is that possible yeah that's saying that there is a i think what is a german saying uh, there is a syndrome called not invented here everything that is not invented here you are opposed to probably your country probably brazil also has that so brazil was uh, was colonized by by portuguese portuguese yes right so i was i was i was thinking about it. it's like it's funny so people who are like who i who like to call like nationalism mongers like they're like i i'm i am i am i love my country mm-hmm. but when i say that it's like I think of a country but here to I have to define what I think of as a country it's like I define a country as a system that enables people to live a life in a certain way right okay right like the definition and if that the if the way if this if that system is not delivering on that I have no problem criticizing it no it's like it's like like fucking like yeah like yeah okay okay flag and nation and yeah it's great but like let's think about it it's more it's it serves a purpose is it serving that purpose is it yes or no then if it's not we should do something about it and try to improve it right but no the idea is this is who we are this is how we do things and this is that's how it should be and i was like okay yes. well you can't have you can't have something you never had without changing without changing what changing something you can't have something you never had without doing something you've never done before right so fuck good luck with that shit like that that, that mentality is everywhere it's complicated in brazil we have the same mentality uh i i i didn't hear this once i hear this probably all the time that I go to brazil it's i crazy. was born poor i'm going to die poor well, fuck that shit i was born like this i'm going to die like this or this is the way no, no. No. My 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 grandparents and my parents they sacrificed so much shit. They went through so much. My dad used to run marathons with no shoes. He was to like there was to be like he like leave trails of blood mm-hmm. to become like he would win the marathon and there'd be like a fucking trail of blood because he couldn't afford shoes but he was like fuck that shit I'm going to win. Mm-hmm. Right? Like uh, uh, being broke is a is a is a is a is a status of where of is a being broke is a temporary status but poverty is just a state of mind is a state of mind right? yes it's like that's yes. that's on you like fuck that shit i'm not poor i'm broke about napoleon <laughs> we were talking about napoleon napoleon states that if you want to be rich not in terms of money but in being in terms of family friends business money adventures if you want to be rich you need to think rich yeah for sure um, that's, that's, that's the mind, what people call the mindset you yeah. need to have the mindset that's you need to have the vision you need to go there um, one thing uh, one, something that I'd like to comment is uh, you talk about uh, countries uh, what, what's the purpose of a country um, I think similar to you I think a country today we have two types of countries 
One country, uh, let's use the Netherlands as an example because uh, I think we can agree it's a good country. Yep, pretty <laughs> Not nice. Bad. Pretty nice. A pretty good gig Not here. Bad. Not bad. Um, it's a platform. You move here, you, you have this platform. Shine. Do whatever the fuck you want to do. Be whoever the hell you want to be. The country is going to support you. But unfortunately, we have countries like yours and mine, what I like to call that they kill people and they make money. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's a fucking catastrophe. Like, so, yeah, so my level, my, my patriotism is a function of how good is this thing doing what it's supposed to be doing. Like, because I like... How much value do I get out exactly, of it? Exactly, and I, I like systems that work. Like, like, it's that simple. I like systems that work. And when you, so I, I think the point is not that you don't like systems that don't work, it's because... We as people that work with systems, we know that there is a possibility of... That's, a, that's the thing. There's a possibility of getting it to work. One of the, the one of, so um, uh, the company that we work for, uh, we have a team um, uh, over America called Engineering Productivity. Uh, Andrea is the, is the leader. And uh, she has something that I, I, think, I find very nice. She has an a, a internal blog post of everything that she's thinking about. Oh, nice. So sometimes she's posting things about, oh, we have budget problems, sometimes we have uh, headcount problems. And one day she was talking about complex system of systems. And then she laid out all the foundation about complexity, she, she laid out all the foundation about systems. As soon as I was reading that, I messaged her. I was like, you just explain how countries could improve. What is a country? Is one big complex system of a lot of subsystems, yep. how do you improve that? System by fucking system. It's gonna be difficult, it's gonna take time, but the outcome is just amazing. Right, so what happened to Sri Lanka is that you had a system that was hobbling along, okay. right? You never took the time to realize that this is not sustainable and you have to make changes, right? COVID didn't do this to Sri Lanka. Sri Lanka did it to Sri Lanka. Yes. COVID was just the last thing yeah, on the similar to Brazil. Yes, yeah, was the last thing on the top that just did it. So now we have an opportunity. I always think of this fucking catastrophe as opportunity for something beautiful to be made out of this, right? Like because when chaos happens, there are pieces that are now flowing, free flowing pieces, and you can put them together in interesting ways to make it more functional. Chaos allows you that, yes. Right, yes. right. So like, Sri Lankans, you know. And but if they hear me talking about this, you know what they say? You know what the fuck they would say to me? They would say, "Oh, what the fuck do you have to worry about? You're in the fucking Netherlands, right? What problems do you have?" And I'm like, "What problems do I have?" Like, it's not about the problems that I have. It's about let's improve. I have the same thing with Brazil. When I go to Brazil and I say, "Oh man, in the Netherlands work differently," they're like, "Oh yeah," but it's, I was like, "It's not about being the Netherlands or about being Brazil or about being Sri Lanka. It's about we know that it's possible. Why?" Why? 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 Yeah. So so many, so many, so many. Like, um, it's amazing. Like, imagine if, imagine if you and I were able to live, we were able to, live, we were able to live like this in Brazil or Sri Lanka, dude. This is my, this is my goal for life. I mean, like, if I can, if well, I can share with you, we, we couldn't think of. I can't, I can't think of two, two, two more beautiful places in the world than to be, than to have that, right? Yes, and uh, one of the things um, um, that I think about life is this: uh, we have countries like the Netherlands. Uh, which is a tiny country in Europe, but the way that they have set it up this country is just insane. Everything works, everything's fine, and you have this platform. 
And then you, you take like Brazil, big country, the fifth biggest country on the planet. We have more than 300 million people. How do you even start to, 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 to lay out what's gonna be the foundation for the future? Uh, so one of the ideas that I have for myself is I want to spend a lot of time thinking about my country. I want to spend a lot of time trying to trying to understand what is a country that is a platform and what is a country that is not a platform, the term that we use. And then my idea is what can I do with a foundation? It doesn't need to be a company, it doesn't need to be for profit, but can I build a can I build a foundation that's gonna be non-profit where I'm gonna take this huge challenge of transforming Brazil in a platform, if I can, if, if I, I, I have already made my mind, I'm gonna try to. Imagine if we do that with all the countries, with Africa, you have this big continent called Africa. Man, Africa is another whole, another fucking catastrophe. Like, I, uh, I, I, give, I appreciate like, the idea that, that's, that I, I, I've been thinking, some, thinking about something along the same lines for Sri Lanka, but like a more individual approach, but mm -hmm. like, um, you need people like you and me. Otherwise, yeah, and like I did this research. I was hired to do some research for this company called Learn Asia. Mm -hmm. They're a the free market, like a pub, public policy think tank. They do AI. They, they think about AI, AI policy, AI ethics, stuff like that, right? Mm -hmm. And I was hired to do research about um, AI applications in healthcare and disaster management. Oh, interesting! Right around the world, see mm -hmm. what policies, are, what policies are being implemented. What governments are using? What are the regulations there in place, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, right? Mm -hmm. I when I when I got to research, researching Africa, right? It was like just like researching a different fucking planet, because like I thought Sri Lanka had problems. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, Sri Lanka is actually an average place to live. Is it heaven? It's like it's, really, it's like a <laughs> mediocre place to live. Yes. Like. In I'm Africa, while you are dying from AIDS, you've lost your limbs to diabetes, and your children are dying from mal malaria, and you can't feed your family. In some, like, and 40% of the time, there's no power in hospitals. And it's hot. And it's hot as fuck, to add to that, right? Mm -hmm. And it's like, man, what the fuck, right? So, the... the but... Even if you go, I'm sure if you go there, you, you'll hear the same fucking arguments. This is Africa. This is how we do it. Or like, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm generalizing. Africa is fucking huge. Yeah. Go to like one small country in Africa. Like, can't generalize. I don't know, Nigeria. Yeah, whatever. Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. And say, no, this is how we do things. This is how we are. You need to have people that think differently. People need to, yes. people have to want to change, right? Yes. You cannot change someone that does not want to be... To be part of that, yes. So I, I, I struggle with this quite a bit because I, 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 I feel sometimes I feel guilty. It's like, man, why should I be able to be enjoy this? Look at look at my life and the thing I get to do. You know? One of the things that I learned in life, um, especially when I moved to Europe, is don't think about that. I, I used to think like, oh my god, I'm going to this party, or I'm, I'm, I don't know, I'm sitting on the damn square smoking marijuana. All the freedom in the world. Oh my god, I wish every everyone had that. I cannot think that, because then I'm going to be sabotaging myself. But what I can think is what I can do to bring this to everyone. Because then you're starting to foment the ideas of something way bigger than you, for example, a foundation, that is going to then enable. Yeah. I'm trying to think, like, 
the found, I'm always thinking about the foundation that led me here, right? And like the fact that my parents, yes. they were like, you are going to learn English. You're going to learn English so fucking well. My parents were the same. Like, that's yes. going to set that shit up for you. And I was like, I don't want to fucking I do this. I don't want to go. Yes, I don't want to do this. Was was like, this fucking sucks. Like, yes. no. They were like, they did whatever they had to. They were like, you're going to learn this. And then they're like, you're going to do... Sp-. Like, they... My parents, they watched me like a hawk. And if I showed interest in anything, they were like, all right, go, 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 go. Like, what do you want to do? Go do it. And I was like, how do I enable you? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like, oh, I'm like, I'll be like, oh, swimming looks kind of cool. Cool. Right, let's go. Tomorrow, I'll put you to class. Boom, boom, boom. And like, I'll try it. I'll try it. And then like something sticks, something didn't. And like, I'm so happy. I'm so grateful for now. Because they were like, they were, they did their best to enable me with whatever little, what little they had. And like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, like thank you for sharing. Yes, that's that's very deep. That's it's very deep. Like Can we talk about something? Yeah, sure. You have read the Why We Sleep from Matthew. Yes, of course. Matthew Walker. Yeah. Talk a little bit about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. Uh, tell me what did you learn with the book? I I learned that uh, I might like man Okay, let's, let's, let's take a step back, right? Before I read the book, I listened to him on a podcast. Okay. And before I did that, my journey to improving sleep started way before that, actually. Mm. Right? Interesting. So I powerlifted competitively in Sri Lanka. And I did it for like, I've been doing it for like 10 years now. Oh, nice. Right? So like I competed nationally. Like, uh, Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, uh, not like Sri Lankans are weak as fuck. So like me being strong <laughs> means f- absolutely <laughs> fucking nothing, right? But he had the experience. Yeah, 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 right, exactly. Um, and I was like, and I was just like, I was like, man, I was trying to find the low-hanging fruit to improve my performance, okay. right? I was like, okay, what, what, what can I do? It's, I can't get supplements this year. It's too, I mean, I can't, I can't, it's, too, it's too expensive. I don't have a good, I can't find a good coach here. No one exists. Mm-hmm. I can't afford a foreign coach. They're kind of, fuck, that's too expensive. So I'm like, what are the low-hanging fruits, right? Like, what can I do? What can I eat? How can I do these little, little things? And then I was like, and then I think some, some obscure thing, I was like, I, was, I, I, was to, to, I heard about like, just something like how your grip strength is affected by how much sleep you got the last night or something like that. And I was like, oh, and I was like, I was like, Interesting. My gift at this fine list, but like fuck it, right? And but that pulled the but then I pulled that thread and I was like, how much what else does this thing do? Like can I improve other things? Like because the first thing I saw was like the contrast between what I what it said I should be doing mm-hmm. and what I was was doing was like drinking too much, drinking all the time, staying up all night, then going to the gym and like working out, right? Mm-hmm. And then I saw the other competitors who were also like they were just naturally strong. They were like, they would literally, like, they would literally be in a meet, in the middle of a meet, right? Like a competition is going on. Mm-hmm. They'd be like outside smoking, like just drinking. Oh, wow. And I'm like, what the fuck? You're supposed to be athletes, right? And I was like, fuck this. And I was like, okay. I was like, man, I noticed I, I can't lift as hard as or heavy if I've been out partying mm-hmm. and I go to the gym with like four hours, five hours of sleep. It just doesn't work. I was like, I was like, all right, got to cut the shit back a little bit. Cut that back. Can't sleep more consistently, and immediately I was like, "It's, no. it's, 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 it's insane." It, the, the 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 effects. And I was like, was super quick. The first thing I noticed was my rec- my recovery. Right, okay. like it would take me so long to recover, 
But once I was sleeping properly, it was like, whoa, I can go back in the gym three days from now. I'm like fucking feeling great. And my strength started going up like, like boom, boom, boom. Because the most important thing about strength training, it's, it's important to train your hardest part. It's important to train super hard. But it's also important to rest super hard. Rest and recover, right? And I was not doing that because like, it just wasn't, I wasn't, it wasn't just part of my, because like, it wasn't part of the mentality. So I was like, okay, improve my sleep. She started getting better. Then I was like, my strength's getting better. I'm more alert cognitively. I'm more like, uh, more interested in things. Then I'm happier. Like I used to think I was a lazy person and I was, didn't want to do these things. I, didn't, I, I, wasn't interested. I, I think I used to think I was lazy. I wasn't interested in hard things and I didn't want to learn anything. Then I started sleeping better and I was like, wait a minute. I actually like these things. I can actually have the energy and motivation to go do these things. Because if you don't have the energy, your brain just says, nope, too hard. Fuck yes. that, right? So it's like, that improved. And then I was introduced to Matt Walk and I was like, whoa, this is a whole other fucking game, right? So then I started taking my sleep way more seriously. And then I started having anxiety problems. Oh, Right, and I couldn't, and then so I started. I was I was diag- I got prescribed anxiety medication three about three two and a half three years ago. So I tried everything before I went to psychiatrist. Right, I all everything in the book, everything I tried. Right, it got to a point. Got to a point where I hadn't slept four or five days in a row, and my skin felt like it was on fire. Right, wow. I'm sorry. I, like I'd fall asleep. Wake up two hours from that, completely awake, can't go back to sleep again. So I went to a therapist and I was so lucky that he found something that worked because usually he had to like try a bunch of different oh, things, yeah. right? And he was like, he's a really experienced guy. He also, he also practices here, I think. Oh. And like, he was like, try this, okay? And I took it. And an hour after I took the medication, I was like, I was, I couldn't even keep my head up, right? And I was scared. I was like, whoa, I don't want to take this if, it's gonna, if I'm going to feel like this for the rest of the... I feel numb, like I feel, I don't exist, right? Then I realized I had been sleep deprived for so long, and not just for the for those week or two, but for months, years before that, that I didn't actually know what it felt like to get tired because my underlying anxiety had always like, you know, people you people get tired in the evening and they you know like they get they sleepy and they go to bed, right? Mm-hmm. Like you know, like if you sit on the couch, you can start yawning. Uh, that yeah. didn't happen to me. Like, for me, sleep was like, okay, it's bedtime, gotta go lay down, sleep. Put myself to sleep, and then I imagine that I got sleep, and I wake up and go back, go go do my thing. So now I finally started getting more better, getting deeper sleep. Then I was like, whoa, I was really interested in stuff, a whole new game. And like, my memory, my ability to like, my ability to hold things in my mind, my Anger, I was a very angry guy. Much more calm, yes. much more reasonable. Sleep, man. Unbelievable. But like, uh, now now the problem is, I have to actively not let a bad night of sleep be an excuse to not get the shit that I need to get done. Right? So this last night was an unexpectedly long night because one of my professors took us to dinner. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just finished up a research project with him. And he took us to this fine dining place. It was like fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. And way past my bedtime. I was like, fuck it. This morning, I was like, I woke up. I didn't want, I didn't want to come here today. I was like, 
I had every excuse to be like, nope, no need to do that. And I was like, nope, fuck it. I'm up already, might as well go do it. But what I think, what I think it happens with us, um, uh, this is one of the questions that I have with Matthew. Uh, mm-hmm. If one day I get to meet him. That would be great. That would be amazing. Uh, one of the questions that I have is exactly what you said. Before having a, sch- a schedule uh, sleep cycle, if you sleep one night bad, the, the, the next day is horrible. Yeah. But because now we have so we have so many good nights of sleep, our all the levels, all the hormones, they are okay. When you deprive your sleep by one or two nights, it's okay because you have a backlog of so many good nights of sleep that you can navigate. Yeah, no, you yeah. know that the day is gonna be awful. Yeah. It's gonna be very difficult. You're gonna be sleepy. You're gonna need to drink more coffee. But because you have a backlog of good nights of sleep, I get where you're saying. I have the same thing. Sometimes I'm like, sometimes I get anxious because I'm not going to sleep on my bedtime. But what I learned is, it's fine. So the past few nights, you have slept. Like, um, <clears throat> uh, uh, I mean, if I don't like the difference between four hours of sleep and seven hours of sleep or eight hours of sleep, it's like I can't. It's like it's like there's a part of my brain I can't access. I just, it just, it's not there. Like, I'm like, I, I, I'm calling it like, hey, do this process. And it's just like, no, no, yes. Four or four. <laughs> like, <laughs> Ken, I'm sorry. Sorry. Like, like, no, it's like, we have a lot, we're, we're close for today. Yeah, try like, tomorrow. Try again tomorrow. It's like, you just can't do it. Like, yes. like, um, uh, yeah. So like people, like, I know people in my program who are like, they're trying to, they're, they're trying to like do data structures and algorithms Right, they're, they're, they're taking the class and they're like, "Oh yeah, I can party all night, then get up in the morning and try to solve this data structures pro- problem." I'm like, "Yeah, fucking good luck." Like, you maybe you can, maybe right? they can, maybe when you can. they're young, but like later in life, thing is, it's not, it's, not, it's, not, it's not even about that. It's like maybe you can, but like, are you doing it the best you could do it? Like, what? Why? Why are you? Health, yes. Like, why are you doing that? Like. It's hard, man. It, like, it's obviously in hindsight, it's 2020, right? So looking back, I'm like, oh, man, I was so fucking stupid. You know, but um, hey, better to start. Better like, sooner than later. Sooner than later, right? Better sooner than later. And tell me one thing that you find very difficult to do about sleep that you learn with the book. Not that you know that you need to apply, but like you want to apply, but it's very difficult. Tell me. Something very difficult to me to apply, like from the book? In terms of, let's say that you learned something on the book or, or uh, Matthew told you, oh, you should... What is something that is, although you do, is very difficult for you? You still need to invest a lot of energy related to your sleep. What, what, what's some? Because I have something, so that's fine. Along the day, during the night, during the sleep, what is, dif- is still difficult for you even after the book? Or because of the book? <clears throat> it's, hmm. For me... Oh man, I, I, that's that's an excellent question because like I've di- I've dialed in so many things. Like even right now, I'm a bit anxious because like I'm gonna get late, miss my train. But like fuck it, hey, it's yeah. a problem for later. Yeah, yeah it's a problem for later. But like, um, uh, for me, for, for the first thing that came to mind was sort of temperature control of the of of the bo- okay. of the bed because okay. I'm still I still like a blanket. Like I feel it's cozy, mm-hmm. but I know it's fucking in my body temperature. It keeps me up at night sometimes. Oh wow! But I like it. I like the comfort of having a having a having a blanket, even though I hundred percent don't need it, right? Mm-hmm. And I, and I know I need to let my temperature drop for me to go for me to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. So I'm working on that. That's the hard thing for me. Nice. Because like, like, nice. 
that idea of the bed is not just the bed like it's the coziness that makes me happy it's, it's like, the whole thing you know it's like so I'm like come on man so that's Khan that's how that's thank hard you thing. thank you for sharing yeah, yeah, yeah thank you for sharing what about you nice. um, for me is about how do I how much and what do I eat throughout the day Because one of the things that I learned with the book is um, um, everything in life has this concept of half-life, mm-hmm. how long it takes to uh, decompose. When he talked in the book about caffeine, like if you drink a cup of caffeine at one, yeah. you're going to have caffeine in your blood all the way to 10. Yeah. So um, for me, what is difficult is, let's say that I'm going with a dinner with a lot of friends, is close to 10, so I know that I shouldn't be eating. But then the friends like, Let's have pizza, let's have pasta. I was like, mm. it's, hard. it's hard, it's hard, it's hard, it's hard to say no to this. Thing. How do you say no, but how do you, so what, what, what is for me is like, for me it's fine. If I, one day in the week, I'm going to have pasta at 10 p.m., that's nice. Because given that the other nights I'm taking care, and the other days I'm taking care of my, what I'm eating and when I'm eating. But yeah. And I know, like, it's really difficult Luckily for me, like my friends understand how nuts I am, so they are very accommodating. Mm-hmm. So like they know like I'm very strong. So, you value. Yeah, so like they value. So, so it's like like it's like um, I know like they, they know Monday to Friday I don't eat I don't I usually don't eat carbs, mm-hmm. right? I eat green leaves, meat, and and like eggs, okay. lots of leafy greeny things mm-hmm. and like fat and protein. Okay. Keeps me nice and calm, my nice energy throughout the day without like a big up and down. Mm-hmm. Um, so like when you know like when they want to go out, they're like, "Hey, we can't go on this day because he won't eat pizza, so we have to go on Saturday." So oh, like, it's, nice. it's nice. So like, but like, um, if I could like, yeah, the food thing is hard. You gotta figure that out. Like that, I relearn. I need to relearn because <laughs> I've been doing this. Like I've been, because I've been, being, I was an athlete for so long. Like it's the dieting. Oh, yeah, for you is more natural. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yes. for fruit, for me, food is about calorie, like the nutrients and sustenance. I'm not exactly like, I love food. Mm-hmm. I fucking love food. I love good. I love to cook. I love. I love good food. I love my mom's cooking. Uh, so, but during the week, I have I have put myself in this mode where it's like Monday to Friday, I'm in athlete mode. Okay. I'm training. Mm-hmm. Everything I do is like training. I'm working. Just focus on that. Okay. It's like my work is like I'm training. My sleep is like I'm training. My food is like I'm training. Like I get the food I need. Mm-hmm. It's not about luxury. It's about a Spartan way of living. Okay. Right. Monday to Friday, like for example, I have five, I have the same t-shirts that I wear. Same five, same cut, same color, but like different. Obviously, different t-shirts, right? <laughs> but like, I'm. It's like a, I'm in boot camp Monday to Friday, basically. Okay. I eat like a. Spartan, like I, mean, I eat well, but I eat just the things that I need. Then the weekend comes around, I'm like put the all shit aside. Then, so my basically from noon to eight thirty p.m. on weekends, I say yes to whatever whatever my friends tell when friends say. Okay. Because Monday to Friday, I'm so sh- I'm so selfish with my time that on the weekends I say yes to my friends and family. And also because you focus your week on yourself, you can yeah. I don't have to think about that. Loosen up. I can loosen up. It's totally fine, yeah. and it doesn't. It does nothing to me. Like, like I know if I go out Friday night, like tonight, I might get 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 a little late to get home, get home. But the value of this is worth it. It's totally worth it. And I, and I know about myself enough that like tomorrow morning, I still I still get up, get my shit done. Like it's so, uh, and people appreciate that. So like. 
and my people people who know me know that like when i'm engaged with them i am engaged with them 100% you're you're in the moment and my time is fucking valuable so like i don't i'm not saying it's valuable to everybody i'm saying it's valuable to me right so we're going to do something let's do something and i don't want and and i expect that but it's i and i expect the same level of engagement with me but people don't do that they're so fucking distracted they're 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 living their life 20% at, of everything at, at once i could be talking with you on my phone oh yeah nice yeah nice question. yeah 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 like how how are you in the moment no it's how they get in the moment like people are like oh man udesh how do you do so many different things i'm like it's because i do one thing at a time and i and you decided not to do a lot of things you talk for example social media i also made a decision people ask me dude you're always traveling you're always reading books you go to how do you i was like because i choose what to do if you know what the fuck you're doing 24 hours a day is a lot of time like if you can figure that shit out it's a lot you can do a lot like 24 hours a day i read like i do my work i meditate i exercise i eat i cook i Travel, I take a break take a break like oh i have to share with you something called have you heard of uh, non non sleep depressed non sleep depressed yeah. no okay i'm going to share with you a video with you it's a mm-hmm. protocol mm-hmm. right it's not it, 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 if you fall asleep while doing it it's fine but it's not meant to do that it's developed by a harvard oh like, a, like the current head of harvard psychiatry or some shit maybe he knows <laughs> what he's saying his baby is also <laughs> talking about right nice. So I'll, I'm sending it to you. It's cool. called non 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 sleep depressed. It's like a it's like a visualization thing, mm-hmm. and it can help you if you had a bad night's sleep. Mm-hmm. You wanna you wanna like catch it. You wanna like get a big get like a small kick of the for the day, mm-hmm. or if you're like working stressfully really hard, take a take a step back, sit down and like it like it's like it's like a uh, it's like it's like it's like restarting a computer basically. Like clears the RAM a little Sometimes bit. Sometimes you need that. Yeah, yeah. Yes. It's nice. I'll share it with you. you. I think you'll enjoy it. Like uh, how do I get on this topic? But like yeah, yeah, so it's value. Like how do you like apportion your time, right? So this is valuable time. So like I'm using this valuably, right? Like uh, I always think about my behaviors in an iterative fashion. It's like, can I iterate this behavior over fifty years? What what would happen? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, so my ex- my my physical exercise now is like the pa- the plan that I have is a plan that I think I can follow for fifty years. It's not the short term. It's not crazy. I work out twenty five twenty five minutes in the morning. It's nothing insane. I do like when I so I do I lift weights twice a week on the weekend weekdays, mm-hmm. right? And I just do one body part, twenty five minutes, and I'm out of there. And then the next next two next three days, I just on, on the bike twenty twenty five minutes because I know I could have not slept for all night. I could be partying all night. I can sit my ass down on a bike for 25 minutes and just fucking pedal. I could be having a 100 degrees fever, I can just sit there. I can Or pedal. you could be in a day that you have all the energy but you limit yourself. Exactly. To 25. 25 minutes. And then it's good. It, it, it hits all the buttons. It's consistency and is discipline. Exactly. It's something that you have be proud of what you have because it's difficult to achieve that discipline. I mean, difficult. yeah, it took a, it took a, it took a, it took a, it took a while to. Always worth it, right? Totally worth it, right? So, like, my morning has like a tw- I have a, I have one hour to myself every morning. Twenty twenty twenty. It's your hour. Twenty minutes of working out. Twenty minutes of like meditating. Twenty minutes of reading a book. It's your time. And that time, I don't, I don't do shit. Nice. Right? It's like this morning. Uh, why did I? I like so I I meditated on the train. I worked on the train. Mm-hmm. So like. 
one one thing that's been hard for me is to realize that is to understand that like I am a fucking human being and I am going to I'm going to fall I'm going to miss these routines that I have and it's okay that's been hard yes i have the same problem i think i'm a superhero and when i fail or when i commit a mistake i'm super angry at me we need to learn how to it's really hard yeah 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 uh in respect to your time yes. uh, let's wrap it up let's wrap it up uh, sure. one last question what do you want to know what do you want to talk man this has been so much fun like just 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 to sit around and hang out and chat man like this has been like it's 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 uh, like it's so nice and refreshing and like share ideas yeah it's uh, validate amazing. your thoughts and like you're an interesting person like oh, thank you. like i i appreciate you like and i appreciate you taking your time to like sit here and talk to me and it's, it's been really like Player. uh this is this is like, it's been a fun hobby of mine and this is this is my way of playing and i appreciate you playing with me like it's uh, It's, it's awesome. I hope you had fun as well. And like, yeah, we do do it again before I before I leave. Oh, yeah, of um, we talk about so much shit, man. That's awesome. All right, thanks, man. That was an awesome conversation. Thank you again for joining me um, today. I hope you enjoyed it. Hope you learned something, and I'll catch you on the next one. Bye.